This is CliffCentral.com. Animal Central on CliffCentral.com. Good morning and welcome to Animal Central on CliffCentral.com. This is the only show in South Africa dedicated to animals and the people that love them. I'm your host, Ainsley Hay. I'm back after a little break last week. So I'm very excited about the guests that we have in studio today. It's two real powerhouses when we come to speaking about rehabilitating dogs and giving our... Very misunderstood dogs who've had a bit of a rough time at life, a second chance. So, you know, I, I admire these people quite greatly. Um, so we have the internationally renowned UK dog trainer, Nando Brown, in studio. Hello and welcome. Hey, how's it going? Good, thanks. And then we've got Tracy McQuarrie from Dogtown in as well. Hey. Hello. So I am, you know, I'm obviously, we're all very passionate about dogs and we all love dogs. And if you don't, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> But you guys really are sort of on the forefront working with, you know, some people would say problem dogs. Um, do you do you have another term that you prefer using? Misunderstood. Now? Yeah, that's a much that's a much better one. So, Tracy, just give us a quick rundown about Dogtown, because um, obviously that is a South African based organisation. Whereas Nando, you are based in Spain. I, I'm based in Spain at the moment, but okay. I am on my way to the UK. I'm going to uh, okay. come back to the rain, unfortunately. Oh, why? No, you're mad. I did four years of blighty winters and that was enough for me, eh? <laughs> but you're going back for more punishment. I'm going back for more punishment. Okay. <laughs> Tracy, Dogtown? Um, Dogtown is a rehabilitation center and sanctuary for misunderstood dogs. Okay. So most of the dogs in our center come from other rescue centers okay. where they're struggling to home them because either they have a behavior or a medical yeah. issue. So okay. we take those dogs under our wings. Wow. All our staff are trained and qualified in dog training and behavior. Oh, wow. So the majority of our day is spent you know, making sure the dogs are getting enrichment emotionally, physically, wow. and mentally. Sure, that's amazing. And how many dogs have you got in your care? 142. Sure. Yeah. That's... And we have a waiting list of about 10. Really? It oh. never goes down, unfortunately. And how many rehomes do you do? We do roughly 10 a month. Okay. Um you know, because that's, I mean, geez, that's, that's a pretty difficult niche of homes that you're trying to find, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, mm. most rescue centers that have happy go lucky dogs yep. are struggling to find homes for their dogs. Exactly. So we've got the little more challenging dogs. So we have a lot of work on our hands to make them happy and adoptable. Yeah. No. And it's, I mean, it's fantastic. It's very admirable that you are doing that work because I think unfortunately, um, in South Africa, the the sheer number of unwanted animals that we have generally means that majority of the welfare organisations cannot afford to put individual care time and attention yeah. into into your special needs dogs per se. It it was the main drive behind us starting yeah. Dogtown. I mean, originally it was just going to be Barking Mad, which okay. was the network for oh, all the yeah, rescue I mean, centres mm. to you know let the public know about their events mm. and what dogs they have for homes, okay. and then we just saw. You know, the dogs that aren't homeable are generally just being left yeah. bored out of their skull in the Yeah. And it's and, and the situations generally are just exacerbating yeah, any, any exactly. behavioural issues that they have. So it's I blame the T V show Dogtown, which is Best Friends Animal Sanctuary. Okay. That's what sent me on this whole Okay crazy trip. <laughs> ah, so you're blaming Nando? No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Got nothing to do with me. <laughs> he can be blamed for the next ten years. Okay. <laughs> Going forward then. <laughs> oh dear. So Tracy, you have brought Nando out to South Africa, right? Yeah. Um 
A little bit selfishly because I wanted our caregivers to learn from yeah. one of the best trainers in the world to help them yeah. work with rehabilitation with our dogs. And also I wanted, you know, people don't bring dog mm. trainers out to our Mm-mm, country. And, you know, a lot of our dogs are needing this yeah. kind of guidance. So the workshops are generally to generate funds for Dogtown because Correct. we're still trying to build our new center. We're only halfway through it at the moment. Okay. So... um one was to raise funds for Dogtown, but two was to get have an opportunity for people to come and experience, you know, these incredible workshops, which yeah. are unbelievable. Last weekend we had two, and everybody that attended was blown away. Wow. And I've done nothing but sing Nando's That's praises. Amazing. Sure. Nando. Even in the heat, he kept us all motivated and oh, excited. Wow. Even the dogs. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. So, Nando, sure, you, you've got some serious qualifications and experience <laughs> going on here. I'm just going to read a few of them. You're an ex-Marine. I'm an ex-Marine. Yeah, yeah, sure. How long ago did you get out? Wow, uh, 2002. Okay. 2002 I left, yeah. Sure. So, you're now a head trainer for Doghouse, a certified pet dog trainer, a clicker trainer, a trick dog instructor, a nose work instructor, security dog handler, assessor for the Institute of Modern Dog Trainers, and also committee member of the professional pe- the pet professional guild yeah that's right yeah shit yeah. so i bow down <laughs> see the greatness so yeah. tell me tell me about how how did your career and you know i imagine you've had a love for dogs since an early age but how, how believe did you it or not <laughs> i wasn't a massive doggy person really lot, yeah loads of people kind of have this infatuation from a young age and i didn't yeah. have that okay. i had dogs in the house and the, but they were just dogs in the house okay um i thought i was going to be a royal marine commando for the rest wow. of my life uh, so i joined up did that and actually yeah. yeah, I was like, this nah. isn't for me. Um, <laughs> so I did six years, and wow. then when I left, I um, got myself a dog. Okay, but I made every mistake you could possibly really? make. Yeah, literally wow. every mistake. I got the wrong dog. Okay, went to the wrong breeder. Got the wrong wow. puppy out the litter. I didn't train it the right way. Wow. I didn't socialize it, and just every mistake. Yeah. Um, and then it became my passion to stop people making oh, the same mistake. That is amazing because yeah. flip that happens all the time. Yeah. And it is, uh, me as a veterinary nurse, it, it used to kill a little bit of my soul every time. <laughs> just in practice, when I had an owner come in with their dog and you could just see how horrendous life was for that owner and that dog just because of the simple things that they haven't done. So it's so important. Yeah. yeah the yeah. work that you're doing. Totally. It's about the research as well and finding yeah. out, getting, you know, Really understanding dogs before you decide to take yeah. them on board because when you get a dog, you just presume it's going to sleep exactly. by the fire twenty three yeah. hours a day. Be a cute little fluffy up. puppy. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pose for pictures and then exactly. you know eat its dinner and go back to sleep. And yeah. it doesn't work like that. No, not at all. No, it really doesn't work like that. So for me, it started out training owners to make sure that wow. they they got those tools. Okay. Um, but now my main job is training the dog trainers so okay. that they are big, so you can spread the knowledge. Yeah, totally. That's that's absolutely amazing. So you you mainly you, you say you currently based in Spain, but now you I'm literally on the verge the of over. moving to the UK. Wow. So like I'm packing my stuff up and then came here. And then okay. When I go back, I'm in Spain for like. <laughs> so two you're multitasking. Days. Oh well, I wasn't trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I don't know if I'm succeeding or not. <laughs> no, that's amazing. And so, um, the, some of the courses that you, the seminars that you're running um here in South Africa, tell tell our listeners a bit about them. So we've got coming up, we've got aggression and rehabilitation. Okay. Okay. And that is uh, to learn some new skills with um, that you can use to make your dog less aggressive. Yes. Okay. Um, and then we've also got uh, Steve Mann, who's a, a 
a colleague of mine okay. uh, and a very good friend and he's coming out to do body language oh wow uh, and I think body language is so yeah. important because it's, it's all training is about communication yep. um, unfortunately a lot of the dog training in this world is based on us telling the dog yep. when actually they're communicating back we just don't know how to listen that's exactly yeah. right and yeah. if, we, if we just open our ear rolls we'll yeah. be able to it, you open this line of two two way communication yeah. and it just it's just phenomenal it's, it's just such such more important it's so yeah. it's one of the most important skills that you can have when you own a dog yeah um and then after that we've got uh, grumpy dogs oh uh, and grumpy dogs again is is if you actually have a dog okay. that is reactive yes we talk you through why they might be reactive oh. um and the things that you can do to put in place oh. which will actually make them more comfortable and after That's that brilliant. less reactive that's oh that's absolutely amazing listeners please um um so i'm just going to give the details of who to contact to attend these seminars i think this is this is a once in a lifetime opportunity absolutely. you know so, so, as south africans we don't get exposure like this i think and can i just say just because you watch something on animal planet doesn't make it <laughs> legitimate <laughs> thank you just I can't even watch Animal Planet anymore Literally Because my blood pressure Goes through the roof <laughs> Just because someone Has a TV camera In their face Doesn't mean they're professional And doesn't mean That they know What they're doing So please <laughs> This is a real Actual once in a lifetime Opportunity To get some proper <laughs> Advice and training On dog training So please Contact Tracy I'm just going to Give out her details So the email is Tracy at Dogtownsa.org yeah. Is there a number In case they want to Actually speak to you um, They can contact the Dogtown number Perfect. which is 076-044-1979 Perfect and I'll give out those details again later but I think this is so important because I will put money on the table every single South African knows someone with a dog that has either aggression problems or a grumpy dog problem or even if you're interested in just dogs I mean gosh I, I think I'm going to come and tag along now because this is just amazing amazing topics that are going to be covered and then you can also get hold of us on the show and um, you can get hold of us at the number is 0861 our twitter is at cliffcentral.com facebook is cliffcentral wechat id is cliffcentral and on wechat to send us a message you tap connect and then message to show so nando how so you how long have you been here in south africa for now uh we've just done over a week now okay i've got another couple of weeks left oh brilliant and yeah. have you managed what is your general impression from the dogs and the owners and that that you've encountered so far. Obviously, you, you're seeing a hand-selected portion because it's people who actively are seeking help. That's it. That's it. It's, um, I'm, I, in my job, the people that come to the seminars are the people that yeah. care the most yeah. about their dogs. Yeah. Um, so the guys that I've seen have been fantastic. Yeah. They've been really, really good. Um, but I get the impression that you guys are uh, along the same lines as Spain. Yeah. And Spain has yeah. got um, a big stray dog problem. Um, and they've got a problem where they, their dogs are not necessarily walked as much as they should be uh -huh. and they're not getting the, the mental stimulation uh -huh. that they need. But this isn't just a South Africa problem. This uh, is a worldwide really? problem. Yeah. Okay. No, it's, it's, cause, so from my side, I, I, as I said, I lived in London and England for four years. So I got to see the, the British, the British way of dog ownership and then obviously the South African way. And they're two different. And I think one of the biggest problems that we have, and Tracy, you can definitely, um, comment on that as well is so we've got a weird combination here of having to use God, dogs as security. Yeah. And I think we've got a – it's definitely changing now, but we've historically had quite a poor pet family integration with dogs, I think. Um, yeah. I mean, even like some of the training tools that um, 
you know, I've learned about from, you know, going onto the internet and seeing mm. how you can help stimulate dogs mm. in a shelter environment. Mm. We never used to have all those tools. Yeah. You know, I'd have to import products yep. to try and help our dogs have a better stay yep. or makeshift our own versions. Yeah. But those stuff are starting to become readily available yeah. in the shops, which to me means there's a demand for it. Yep. So people are thinking, you know, about simple things like yeah. not just putting a bowl of food down for exactly. the dog, but giving them a brain toy yeah. um, or exercise and train with them with their food. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going in the right direction. Mm. It's just really slow. Mm. I think one of our biggest problems we have is that people are not taking an animal into their care and committing yep. to that animal for its life. Yep. You know, you can't just change it like last year's handbag kind yep. of thing. You know, it's a living being. Yeah. You've got to invest in the animal. Yeah. Um, you know, you get in, you get out what you put in. Mm. Um, so, you know, you're building a relationship. You know, if you marry someone, you don't just go in there and just not do anything. You work with each other oh, and you build that, that relationship. <laughs> Nowadays, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, it's, that's also not classified as a lifetime commitment exactly. anymore either. Yeah, true. Exactly. So it's just people, we just live in such a fast-moving yeah. environment now that people want quick fixes. They yep. don't want to put the work yep. in. I mean, it's nuts if you had a child, you know, you have to teach your child how you want it to yeah. behave. This is an animal that doesn't speak our language. Exactly. Of course, you've got to put in the work and teach yeah. them. Exactly. No, but I think so. Even things like in South Africa, it's it's new. I think there's there's definitely pros and cons to it. But like awfully dog parks, we have we have these now, and we have say even pet friendly markets or pet friendly restaurants. Whereas you know, I know in England that's been going for ages. Because in England, I was always fascinated. You know, pets there, and I, I am generalizing, but they, they literally, they're part of your family. They yeah. are an yeah, integral yeah. part. I used to work night shifts, and <laughs> I always used to swear quite a lot. Four o'clock in the morning, on a winter's morning, it's bitterly, bitterly cold outside. I get a phone call. Hello, yeah, I've just taken my lurch for a run down the park, and he's got his paw. <laughs> what are you doing out with your dog at four o'clock in the morning? But this is what they do, because especially London, you live in very small apartments, and people have dogs, they have big dogs, but they exercise them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They exercise them more than a lot of dogs here. I find that people do that do live in that apartment um, kind of environment, they commit to taking yeah. their dog out. You know, whereas here, where the people with, especially if they've got bigger gardens and bigger yep. properties, they presume their dog doesn't need to exactly. get out. But you know, it's like you being stuck in your bedroom yeah. all day. You know, it's great for a bit, but then you, you know, you're yep. sick of seeing the same wall same all old, the same time. Old. But now, no, just tell us some of the most, imp- you know. Exercise, tell us about exercise and dogs and their requirements and the benefits of it. And well, f- f- the first thing you've got to do is work out which dog that you actually want because mm. they are they're different they're different animals yep. really. Yep. You start with a um, like a Shih Tzu. Yep. Um, they still need exercise, mm. but they're not going to need the exercise that a, uh, a German Shepherd mm-hmm. or a Border Collie is mm-hmm. going to need. Um, and a lot of us kind of think, well, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna get an active dog because I'm an active type of person. But actually, it doesn't work like that because just running with the dog yeah. is not is not the physical exercise yep. that they need. Okay. You need to give them uh, more stimulation. Okay. Than that. A lot of people make their um, their dogs adrenaline junkies just yes. by constantly throwing a ball. Oh, okay? okay. And although that's a great thing that people are going out and throwing balls for okay. their dogs, they need to explore uh, new ah. avenues. Things like teaching a dog to search for their ball okay. will make their dog so much more tired 
than oh, just wow. running the dog for for an hour. Uh, That's running the dog for an hour. I'd actually never thought of that. Yeah, it's so important. Well, the, oh. the nose is such an integral part mm. of the dog's body that it's underutilized. We don't. We just do not focus on it enough. Yeah. Dog trainers as well as as normal dog owners. They, okay. It, we need to you know, like really focus on that dog's nose because. 15 minutes of nose work will make your dog more tired than an hour's run at the park. Wow. Yeah. That's fascinating. I didn't actually know that. So sure. important. So important. Wow. I mean, and how- That's the majority of what we're doing all day at Dogtown okay. is trying to give more outlets for the dogs to have, not just, you know, taking the dog for a walk, yeah. doing other stuff. And this week we've been doing a lot of nose work exercises with Nando and we've seen you know, where we think the dogs love food as a reward, that how much they enjoy looking for their toy wow. much more. And, I mean, dogs that are really high energy, which we have a lot yes. of, you know, they're like pupping like 15 minutes. They, That's fantastic. They are so tired. Mentally, um, the stimulation they're getting mentally is actually much more tiring for them than the physical that is amazing. So, the, I mean, the thing is, is if you if you go running with a Shih Tzu, it's going to do a mile and it's going to be knackered. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But if you go running with a Border Collie, it's not going to touch that. Right. It's not. Yeah. yeah. But, and after a week, the dog's going to need more exercise, yep. and all you're doing is building an athlete. Yeah. True. Okay. And then they need more and more and more. It's just like if you go to the gym and you just constantly go to the gym. Yeah. You, next time you need to go a little bit longer, That's and you need to go a little longer. And people do this accidentally yes. and end up with these athletes but they want a couch potato yeah so you really need to kind of stimulate the brain not just the the physical body that's absolutely amazing so now this whole what do you what do you call it nose work nose work yeah that's that's something new that i've never even heard of right so uh, the nose work is breaks off into so many different branches you can do uh, fun scent games which is just feeding your dog but in a different manner. Okay. So instead of feeding the dog in a, a bowl, yeah. you just take that bowl out into the garden and throw their food across uh. the lawn. And the dog has to search for their food. Oh. So instead of wolfing it down in yeah. 34 seconds, it takes them half an hour. But that half an hour of sniffing out the food makes them knackered. Okay, so that's the first thing. Then you can do things like search and rescue. Okay. Uh, you can do scent detection. Mm. There's so many different things that you can do with your dogs. But mm. it just... Um, it, it, the, the power of it is just yeah. uh, oh, it's misunderstood massively. That's it drives amazing. me mad. I wish I wish people would see more of it. Yeah, and I imagine you'd get quite a quick response with the dogs, like to see the, how much better, you know, how much benefit they're getting from this type of enormous, work. enormous. The, the thing is, is um, the dog's nose is so so powerful. When mm. I'm, I need to put that into context. So so your nose has five million scent receptors in it. Okay. Okay, and that allows you to think, distinguish different smells as you walk into a room. Okay. A German Shepherd has 225 million. <gasps> really? Okay. So when you walk in and go, oh, I can smell lasagna, the German Shepherd comes in and goes, I can smell meat and pasta and tomato sauce and wow. deodorant and lipstick and hairspray and skin cells and, and what mum ate yesterday. And it That's just goes amazing. on and on and they can dissect each part. But <gasps> we, you know, there's, there's things like when you're at home and the dog starts kicking off and starts barking at and you go out and you go, there's nothing there. It's probably uh, smelt something you don't. E- you're not even aware of. That's amazing. Yeah, it's you didn't so, think about that. So powerful. Sure, this is. Oh, I'm. I'm learning a. Ho- I'm learning a whole lot. So I hope our listeners are also listening um, with open ears. So I like the idea of giving um, 
So obviously all of our listeners must come to these seminars as first prize. That's the first thing. (laughs) But second prize, what are some, so you've given us the example of scattering the food outside. Can you give us some other things at home that people could do um, to help their dogs a bit with this nose work? Do you know, it's not just nose work itself, but there are um, things that you can do just to make your relationship with your dog better. Okay. And, the one thing that we do is we're kind of hardwired to punish. Mm-hmm. Okay, humans are hardwired to punish. If you drive too fast, you get a speeding ticket. Mm-hmm. If you park in the wrong place, you get a parking ticket. Mm-hmm. If you break the law, you go to prison. Mm-hmm. Okay, but nobody comes up to you and gives you twenty rand for driving at the right speed. Oh, yeah. Nobody comes up to you and gives you fifty rand for parking in the right place. Yeah. Okay, and that is a key shift that you need to do with your dog. So instead of just saying "Don't do that," oh. "Don't do that," "Don't do that," you need to go. Don't do that. Do this instead. Oh. All right? And this is the fundamental thing that's really important. If you want your dog to be more relaxed and you want them to be um, chilled, then the key thing is when you see them doing it, reward them for it. Oh. Okay? Reward the behaviours that you like because that behaviour will increase, even if it's yeah. sleeping. So if your dog is lying on the bed okay uh, on its dog's bed and you walk over and just drop a little piece of chicken in front of him he'll go bloody hell what was that for <laughs> it's raining chicken okay this is <laughs> amazing and over the course of a period of weeks the dog will start going do you know what every time i'm on that bed something ah. good happens so he'll start to go to that bed more often because mm. the key concept to all dog behavior is dogs do what works wow it's that simple dogs do what works just like me and you we're just trying to do things that we're trying to start the good times and finish the mm. bad times. Dogs are doing exactly the same thing, except mm. for we get to pay our dogs in cheese mm. and chicken. Mm. I wish I could pay my staff in cheese and chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you give a you give a dog a piece yeah. of chicken and he thinks he's got he thinks he's got five hundred rand. Yeah, it's amazing. That's fantastic, and that's such a. I think that's such an important mind shift, as you say, because I think it also so much of the historical dog training. It's all it's very dominance and and negative and all of that. And whilst I do strongly believe that the boundaries are very important with um, pet ownership, just just to make things easy. I mean, like as I said at veterinary practices, if you if a dog has to be ha- literally held down by five people just to have a vaccination, you're not you're not doing pet ownership very right. Well, this is the thing, but. You could, it doesn't even have to be held. Mm. So dogs are capable of being part of the process. Mm-hmm. So when I go to the vet, mm-hmm. I hold my hand out. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't say anything to the dog. Dog's off lead. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, And she checks out the room. Mm-hmm. She has a little sniff about and then she comes over and I have my hand still. And when she's ready, she puts her nose on my hand. Oh. Okay, And she keeps it there. Now, wow. the vet comes up, prepares the injection, lifts her skin. Yeah. And if at any point my dog feels uncomfortable, she takes her nose off my hand sure. and that's her way to say, right, stop, I need a break. Wow. And we stop, the vet stops, okay, and then she takes maybe 10, 15 seconds, she puts her nose back on that and she says, right, let's go. And then the vet actually administers the injection. Yeah. Nobody's holding her and the dog has actually got the choice to be involved in the process. That is unbelievable now that's that's advanced training yeah that's not, we're not <laughs> expecting that from everybody's no. pet dog but they're capable of capable it. of doing they're it. totally capable of it and we don't give them credit for it wow. they're so much smarter than we give them the credit for 
my mind is like, oh. <laughs> that's why you have to come to these workshops. No, seriously, this is okay. I need to take a break because I need to process some of this. My my brain is going like a dog's nose. It's just been given some stimulation. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick music break, and we will be back um, later with more of this amazing topic. This is CliffCentral.com. We are back. I've had a bit, a bit of a break and um, there, there's literally almost smoke coming out of my ears. <laughs> Cause I was just saying in the break, it's amazing. I mean, I'm a, I'm a qualified animal person, but this, this is, and it makes so much sense, but no one's ever, when I studied, which was granted quite a few years ago, this was, this wasn't common thought. I mean, stuff like nose work and it makes so much sense. I mean, my career path has mainly been working with wild and exotic animals and with that quite a lot of them in captivity and it's been known and um, practiced for many years about environmental enrichment for captive wildlife how important it is to stimulate the animals but i've never th- i've never put two and two together and said oh but dogs need it too yeah absolutely and it's, it's one of the misconceptions that hasn't mm. it, i don't know why but the dog world is yeah. almost like the last to know yeah. on everything no, <laughs> but you're right so, so a lot of the study that um, i started out with was on dog behavior but now i actually attend different uh, seminars on different am- animals ah. so i go uh, to marine mammal training yes. seminars and learn those concepts and then yeah. bring them over um because they're so important yeah. they're so important and you know we can all kind of I can learn so much from vet techs. I can yeah. learn so much, but they can also take exactly. some stuff from me. But uh, it's getting much, much better. But the dog world is a little bit kind of clicky mm. and they, everybody's secret and wants to mm. keep their own information. And I think that's the wrong way to go. We need Completely. to just, uh, I put up all of my own training with my own dogs on YouTube and on okay. Facebook. And, oh, brilliant. And what just, must people look for? So if you go onto Facebook and search Incredimal, okay. there's How do you a, spell a page, that? I-N-C-R-E-D-I-M-A-L. Yeah. Okay. okay. And it says Nando Brown and Fizz after that. Okay. And Fizz is my Malinois. She's oh, a, a Belgian shepherd. Um, and I put up all of my training, all of my good stuff, but all, all, all my mistakes oh, as good. well, because nobody's perfect. Everybody okay. makes mistakes. Um, so I put all of that stuff up and people... Um, are starting to take bits of information from it and, and realise actually there's dogs are so much more capable than we give them the credit yeah. for. So it's I think it's really important we share that information. So things like this, yeah. this kind of radio show is, is perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. We need more of this stuff. Yeah, well, we need you here more often because I'm just like, <laughs> I could You said it. <laughs> <laughs> I've already Gosh. been trying to, the, the cogs in my brain yeah. are going like, how am I getting them back here? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, the Institute of Modern Dog Training also has a whole behaviorist um, division which con- concentrates on specific behavior problems. Okay. Um, so we're really hoping that, you know, um, Joe, who runs that side, can come and help us with wow. things like separation anxiety yeah. and obsessive compulsive disorders. I mean, those are huge we have, problems a, we as have well. a lot of those things because people didn't do the training yep. part. So the dogs found something else that yep. works for them. Exactly. I oh, know this is absolutely fasc- fascinating. So, what are both of your thoughts? On Uh-oh. no, <laughs> I'm gonna be kind. I'm gonna be kind. I was feeling that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be kind. I'm gonna say some people say that there there are certain dogs that are just untrainable. I'm not saying breeds. I'm saying individual dogs, dog dogs with individual histories and everything. Do you, do you think that, or do you believe that every dog is trainable? I think that there are too many variables to answer that question. Okay, okay? because um, there are certain dogs out there. 
that in the right hands would be absolutely fine. Yeah, The true. problem is that there aren't enough right hands true. for um, the amount of dogs that true. need those. Yeah. Okay? So different dogs, uh, and again, not necessarily breeds, but different dogs are... Um, I relate them to cards. Yeah. So you might get your first dog, and really you want something like a Ford Escort. Yes. Okay? Um, and... One that's been around the block a few times. Yeah. So if you go out and get yourself maybe a slightly older Labrador, mm-hmm. um, that would be a great first mm-hmm. dog. But if you go out and get yourself a, a Belgian Shepherd yeah. or a Collie yeah. um, as your first dog, that's the equivalent of passing your driving test and yeah. buying a Ferrari. True. You are going to crash. I don't care who you that's are. Very well put. You're going to crash. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what I did when I started. And I just want to make sure that people mm-hmm. need they get mm-hmm. they, they get the right dog and, and learn learn the mm. skills and there's so many dogs out there so many Ford Escorts out there yeah. that need your help exactly so go and get one of them to start with and ah. then we'll look at please listen to this people please <laughs> it, you know it is it is so important and it, it it absolutely breaks my bloody heart at how many animals are put down yeah. every year and how many animals good sit animals. in shelters good animals even even myself so I'm a director of French Bulldog Rescue and we currently have two dogs in, her, in, in foster care who are looking for homes one is a French Bulldog that is now 12 weeks old so he's a puppy he's gorgeous toady absolutely gorgeous and two weeks ago i got lilo who is an eight-year-old dog that we got from a breeder she's also absolutely bloody gorgeous and guess how many applications i've had for lilo not effing one and i (laughs) am fed up i am fed up people will pass over good dogs just because they're old or maybe they're not too good with you know whatever or they don't look as cute because they're not a puppy and i am done with it you people should be ashamed it's i tell you it, it, don't you forget how hard it is to God. have a puppy as well exactly it's so difficult every it's time a i get one job. i'm like oh my god what have i done i should it's have got a, a full-time job totally you know uh, at dogtown we're actually quite lucky because we've had some incredible adoptions mm. of 10 year olds oh. um, and dogs that have issues Dogs that um, have cancer, but they're on treatment, oh. and the families have adopted them. They know they don't have the dog for a long time, but yeah. the dog's a bit more calmer, yeah. and you know, we help them carry on yeah. the medication because that's obviously Perfect. a big part of it. Um, but also, when people um, come to Dogtown to adopt, um, our adoption application form is quite extensive because yeah. we are doing a serious matchmaking. Oh, totally. You know? Same, yeah. So we ask you questions like, what do you like to do on the weekend? Do you like yeah. to sit down, watch a movie? Or yeah. do you like to go out hiking and camping? Mm-hmm. Because people like always say to us, why are you asking us all this stuff? But it's pretty simple yeah. because if you're a couch potato and you're coming in, yeah. you know, and you, I'm not gonna give you, you know, Dog, people automatically look at a dog and yeah. fall in love with how the dog looks. Exactly. And you've got to understand, you know, just because the guy's hot doesn't mean he's a nice guy, kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like that. I'm going to use that. That, that one's stolen. Br- oh, yeah, good. I'm going to take that one too. That is perfect. <laughs> That's brilliant. That is brilliant. No, but it's so true. And then, I mean, these all these trend dogs and it's, you know, so when we had yeah. 101 Dalmatians, everyone got a Dalmatian. <laughs> and Dalmatians true. are... Hard work. Hard work. High energy dogs. And yeah, they, they can go, they tend, correct me if I'm wrong, they tend very frequently to go to the sort of psychotic side of things when their <laughs> needs are not met. So you get things like chronic stereotypic behaviors, your yes. separation anxiety, all of that. So not only do they have a lot of needs, they also go very wrong. Yeah, totally. When they go wrong. Yeah, yeah. 
Totally. It's bloody dreadful. And then, so that, and then when there was the Mexican thing, then it was all the chihuahuas. chihuahuas. Little bitey, <laughs> little bitey chihuahuas. Because they're not treated like dogs. Exactly. They're, treated, they're treated like um, handbag yeah, 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 handbag items. I and think in America, they're actually, them and the, the yeah. pit mixes are the two most, most dogs. euthanized yep. dogs. Yep. And the most because common ones in shelter. There's just so many of them. Yeah. And you had the wrong type of people going for these dogs, especially the trained dogs. I mean, so with French bulldogs now, um, people just want them as photo props. They yeah. want to they want to take them to the pub. They want to be seen with their French bulldog. They just want to pose with photos with their dogs. And they don't they don't. A lot of the people that some of the applications, I'm like, do you even realize that this is a dog? I had so I had one guy say to me, oh no, well the dog's going to go everywhere with me. I'm a property developer, so I walk about 20 kilometers a day, and I want a French bulldog. I was like, French bulldogs can't breathe. They're brachycephalic. <laughs> They're brachycephalic. They're going to overheat. They like you you you. But yeah. I mean, that that in itself has got to be something we need to talk about, surely. Which? Why why are we why are we destroying the dogs that we love? Oh God, yes. So I mean, French bulldogs—they're awesome. I don't think I've ever met but they one that I don't they're like. They're mutants. They shouldn't be alive. They're so bad. They it's shouldn't so bad be alive. Them. It's so bad, and you know, worse than that, my country's dog, the English bulldog. Oh God, they're the, even worse. I'm meant to be proud of that. It's the dog dreadful. that can't walk five minutes it's down the dreadful. road. Can't and breathe. I feel so can't sorry breathe, for it. Can't do anything. Mm. Yeah, and, and I think they have to have cesareans as well. Yeah. They can't have they natural can't, birth. They can't mate naturally. They have to have AI. They can't birth naturally. They can't breathe. It's nuts. And my, I think one of my biggest problems, and I don't know, in South Africa is definitely is our kennel, kennel union, CUSA. It's an absolute load of bollocks because <laughs> they are doing there was a little shout out to blighty they are doing absolutely nothing for the dog's welfare not one bloody thing not one breed standard is there to either improve the health improve the fecundity improve anything it's just to breed what some breeder thinks is the the line that it should go so yeah, german, the, the german shepherds should no longer look like dogs they should look like hyenas yeah. yeah yeah french bulldogs should not be able to breathe they should all snort all have stenotic nostrils and oh, and long and long soft palates. I mean, I'm, I'm not actually a, a fan of of breeds. No, um, it, I think it's because most of the dogs I mm. I deal with are more blends. Yeah, and I like to say blends because That's you know cousin might have been a German Shepherd or something. So everything we see, and <laughs> and because we don't have any exact proof of what that yeah. dog is, um, so you know that's another thing. Sometimes you can have a German Shepherd blend that. You know, is is a lot calmer than a, you know, a dog that has been bred as a working dog. Yep. Um, well, I'm I'm half English, half Spanish, and we're the best ones. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Best blend. laughs> Italian, Scottish. There you go. Oh dear God. I'm South African, Scottish. Yay! <laughs> Scots get everywhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sneaky little ones. Right, I'm, I'm leaving. See you later. <laughs> So Wunju's asked us a question here. You mentioned you mentioned your national dog. He says he asked if South Africa has a national dog. Oh, right. as far as I'm aware, you guys have got the Booable. And Africanus Canis. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, they're trying to make it a legitimate breed, okay. which is killing me. Because yeah, you can't. that dog is the, the most awesome village dog. Exactly. And we must just leave it exactly. alone. And the variations. And I mean, so Africanus, so definitely the Burble. Burble. Um, it's <laughs> a very big Mastiff type. They yeah, are enormous. gorgeous. But shit, the wrong people get them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah because Whoa. Same thing. Because, you know, people. he looks like he's been working out at the gym <laughs> and he's exactly. looking a bit good. But the funniest, I was 
working, I was nursing in Glasgow, at Glasgow Uni actually, and a burbul came in, a stud, stud male dog came in for uh, obviously some hip surgery. And all of the Scottish nurses and the vets were all in a flutter, all in a flutter because there was this big beast of a South African dog. <laughs> and they said, oh, this, this dog's come here. And these dogs were bred because they, they, they were bred to hunt lions. And I was like, excuse me. <coughs> <laughs> that is absolute rhubbish. The, huh? the Rhodesian Ridgeback. A burble couldn't hunt a lion if, if its life depended on it. They are not built for st- speed or action. <laughs> I said, burbles are bred to eat things that jump over walls. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> to eat things that jump. Yeah. That should be in the breed description. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That is a burble's purpose in South Africa. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Sorry. Which is another big problem. Like people think that dogs, um, just are automatically yep. security dogs. Yep. I mean, if you get treated like crap, are you going to protect yeah. some that person that treats you like that? If, no, if exactly. That is the wrong way to train a guard dog. Exactly. That's, you want the guard dog to have your back. Exactly. It needs to be your partner, not exactly. um, something that's scared your, of you. Yeah, because exactly. Yep. <laughs> that, that's you, that that's like taking a rifle it. and pointing at yourself. Yes. That's a ah. stupid, stupid way to do it. Ah. And also people say, oh, no, I have guard dogs, but they sleep outside. No, crazy. Well, they're not going to protect you <laughs> if they're outside, are no. they? Dogs are outside, people just throw over poison, kill them and come in. If you want your dog, you know, to feel like it wants to protect you, it has to be part of your family. It's, you know, it's like a dad, you know, if, if, if somebody comes in and hurts one of his kids, he's going to sort that person out. You need to make that dog feel like it's part of your family. And most of the time you don't even need to train it to do that. It would be a natural thing. You're coming in, you're going to hurt my family. But, you know, there's specific training for that that you can do, um, and Nando does it with um, positive reinforcement and force-free training, which is the only way to train your dogs. Mm. Um, and most of that is because it becomes fun. The dogs mm. are enjoying it, um, and it, it's you spending time and bonding with your dog. People don't realize that. you know, Even that one little one-hour training mm. session a week, it's at least time where Makes it's just you difference. and your dog. Massive difference. Nobody else. I liken that kind of training to... Um Boxing, you're going to be a better boxer if you you go to a club that you enjoy going to yeah. and you actually enjoy doing it. Yeah. Um, whereas if you're thrown into a, a, a fight with other people that just constantly beat you, you're not going to be a good boxer. You're just going to be a good person that gets bullied. Oh. So you've got to learn the skills. They've got to learn the skills and they've got to enjoy it. Yeah. The best, the best people at anything, whatever we do, is because we're passionate about it. Okay. okay, and we invest the time. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's what it's about. Yeah. So it's if we can get, we, and you can do that with your dogs. Whether you want to do agility or or train yeah. your dog to be a guard dog, or you want your dog just to fit into your family, yeah. you you just have to invest that time and use techniques that make them want to do it. Because a dog that wants to do something mm. will always do it better than a dog that is made to do it. That's you know, amazing. I get a lot of um, when I try and encourage the training and stuff, and people are like, yeah, but. We've had dogs all our life and we never used to have to do that. Mm-hmm. We also never used to work all hours of the day, True. live in tiny little yeah. secure properties. And even though you didn't realize it, you used to be outside with your dogs more, doing more yep. stuff. It, you know, it was safe for you to walk around and, yeah. and play and go to the park with your dog. People are not doing that anymore and they're expecting it not to affect the dogs. It affects us. Yeah. I mean, you know, if we just go work and then come back to our little miserable. security complex, it, you become pretty miserable. Do you know that the... the uh, um, I've had dogs all my life. Thing that 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 winds me up. Something mm. chronic. I, it really irritates me. You've, you've had a vagina your whole life. It doesn't make you a gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I'm using that one. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But it's it's so right. And, you know, dogs... When I when I decided now that I was ready I was ready for a dog, I th- I think I took it more seriously than I did when when I with some of my boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> you should do, like, and that's why seriously. that's why you're good with the dogs. Exactly. <laughs> you need to that's pay, You I'm need to single. reward the boys just as much. And stop punishing <laughs> no. us. No, <laughs> <laughs> but no, and it's it's like. It's, 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 it is the most rewarding thing I've ever had to yeah. have this. Well, A, the fact that he is a rescue dog, that, that to me, I, I am a strong advocate of only rescue dogs because not only are you saving that animal's life, it also makes you feel a little bit like a demigod. I'm just going to put it out there <laughs> yeah. because you're like, I, I did this. You did this for me. Like yeah. my dog saved me, but then I saved him and we worked together so well. And it's just, it's such, it's such an amazing thing. And I just, I wish that, people would start crossing over to go more to to rescue dogs and to things like fostering. Because, I mean, you can really, really make a difference by doing An enormous difference. Fostering is really important. Huge. And, you know, in in South Africa, we do not... I don't think people realize the enormity of just how many unwanted animals we as South Africans produce every day. It's ridiculous. They have no idea. And and if you want if people want to get up on their bloody pedestal about kill shelters and all of that, best you shut your face in front of me because you need to go and work a week in an SPCA yeah. before you have any opinion. They've yeah. got to before understand. you have any opinion on kill or no kill or anything. Yeah, they've got to understand the local pounds don't have a choice. Exactly. If you arrive with your dog, they have to take exactly. that dog. They don't have endless kennels exactly. sitting there waiting for them. You know, we're a private um, mm-hmm. uh, facility and, you know, when we're full, we're full. Yeah. It's not fair on the dogs. No. Um, but we do have that option and it's how we can provide the kind of um, one-on-one care with yeah. the dogs. And that they need. But, you know, mm. that's we've got 142 and that's our limit. Yeah. On that on that, on that, that talk of care, I've got to give uh, Dogtown a massive shout out because they are doing a fantastic that's job. Brilliant. They're doing so much more than 90, 95% of the rescues that I work with. Yeah. They Honestly, they're, they're mentally stimulating the dogs. The dogs are getting out. They're getting exercise. They're getting training with their food. Each dog yeah. gets to know its own caregiver. It's just wow. phenomenal. It, if... If that I was going to rescue a dog over here, I'd be going to Dogtown. I'm yeah. not. I'm not even blowing smoke up your yeah. ass. That's genuine. I've got no more money, Nando. Stop saying. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. I know. Well, as I said, one day when 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 I have my 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 bigger property, um, I'll definitely be coming be coming to visit. But my, I'm stuck in such a difficult situation because I've got Gus, and he, he's the most amazing dog, and he is the best foster brother. He is. We 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 we've done one, two, three, five fosters now. That's awesome. They've all they've all been either Frenchies or Bostons, and they've all come from pretty bad um, things, and they've all had varying behavioural issues. And he is just flawless. Like, okay, you're a bit weird about food. I'll just go eat my food over there. Okay, nice. you're a bit grumpy about this. He's just But amazing. you and him have probably got a top-notch relationship. Oh, He's like, this dog literally changed my life. He's unbelievable. And he came to me because he was aggressive. Um, completely aggressive, like unhandleable sort of thing. And no, what? <laughs> castrated him and now not a not a problem he goes to awfully dog parks with me and he's actually the most active french bulldog which is amazing he's very well built he doesn't have um soft palate issues so he comes brilliant. hiking with me brilliant 
swimming, hiking, everywhere. So, Lovely. So I'm in a difficult thing because I, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a sucker because I say no. I'd rather not get another permanent dog for Gus because I can help so many more dogs. Well, that's that's such a selfless thing to do, though. That but is that's great... how all pet ownership should be. It shouldn't be about you. It yeah. shouldn't be yeah, about yeah, yeah. what I want. I want a cute, white, fluffy little Maltese or a little toy pom because it'll look cute and it'll match my hair. Yeah. It shouldn't be about you. It should be about what's best for the animals. But maybe, I don't know, mate, I, I, I obviously live on a parallel universe. We're, we're in the same universe, so it's yeah. fine. But I think, I think we, we are, we're definitely getting better. The yeah, whole world, definitely. the whole world is definitely getting better. They're heading in the right direction. But the problem is, is, uh, it's just too slow. Because, yeah. you know, we say that, you know, South Africa's got these problems, but you know, England is not perfect. They've got yeah. their own problems. And then Spain has got their own set of issues. If we just pulled together as, mm. as, as a human race, as, humanity, as opposed yeah. to, um, well, you're this and I'm that and da, yeah. da, da, you know, it would be so much, we would learn so much more. It's true. Eh? It's, uh, it's getting a bit deep, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it took us a while. <laughs> And the thing is now with internet, there's a lot of good information. There's also a lot mm. of bad information. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you've got to, I mean, I would never have known about Nando without Facebook. Yeah, and I mean, I started watching um, Nando's videos with um, Fitz when he first got her. And I mean, I was like, this guy has got to come and help us. <laughs> I don't care how. I don't care. He's just got to come. Because, you know, as much as the, the reason some TV um, presenters, uh, (laughs) you know, it's 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 gone more because of a personality, not because of knowledge. And like here, we have a personality and And the the knowledge knowledge and the passion. The passion is incredible. When you see him working with our dogs, that's why everybody has to come and take part in these workshops. One, you help Dogtown rescue more dogs. Two, you're going to get more information than you can handle to help you and your dog. And three, it's a really fun day out. <laughs> Thank you. So That's let's just kind. run through these dates again. So we've got the 20th of February, which is aggression and rehabilitation. 21st of Feb, body language. I need to come to that. That's, what, That's, That's a critical brilliant. one. I need to come to that one. It's, I mean, it's like, you know, me going to basic Zulu lessons. Yeah. That I should be doing that. Yeah. The body language is top notch. I think I'm definitely going to come to that one. And then on the 27th of Feb, we've got Grumpy Dogs. This is my personal favourite, Grumpy Dogs. That's uh, that is. It's because he's grumpy. (laughs) 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 That is uh, for me. That's the one that the owners are going to get the most out. If they've got a dog that's grumpy with specific situations, that's the one to come to. And how does it work? Are people coming with their dogs? No, no No dogs on these ones. Otherwise, we'd end up with 50 grumpy dogs standing there shouting. Can you imagine? With 50 grumpy owners, (laughs) because. Generally, the grumpy dog has a grumpy owner. owner, Um, But there are some demos that Nando does and he uses our Dogtown dogs. Um, I just wanted to make a note of when they email to book, if they're going to use the Tracy at dogtownsa.org, that it's Tracy without an E. So it's Ah. T-R-A-C-Y. Or they could email info at dogtownsa.org. Perfect. And then you can always donate and help us yes. build our donate center. Donate and help, please, ladies and gentlemen. Our website's barkingmad.co.za. Please. And I think you should do challenges as well. Challenge your friends to do it, and then I'll give you a shout-out on the show, and maybe I will be less of a grumpy dog. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you, Tracy and Nando. This has thank been one of my favorite us. shows. Nando, you need to come back because we need to do this so much more. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. And, yeah, I'll be back next week. Thank you. Thank you. This is cliffcentral.com.